Well, Kevin, I think as uh, Dan and Buck mentioned a little earlier on the telecast, um, might as well get used to this. <laughs> you know, instead of whining about the lack of offense or lack of a big hit, just get used to the fact that the pitching's going to be really good. They're probably going to have to win a lot of games, 2-1, 3-2, 3-1. It's not going to be relaxing, but it might be one way to maintain sanity throughout this thing. So you're saying it's not okay if I whine every once in a while about the lineup? No, just every once in a while. Preferably not tonight. Preferably not tonight. No, and, no. and I'd like to hear that from the callers. No whining tonight. Four one six eight seven zero zero five ninety star 590 Folks, if anybody's going to whine, it's going to be me. All right? So don't need to hear any whining tonight. A 2-1 win. For the Blue Jays, a game between two teams with postseason aspirations. One team, of course, went to the World Series last year. A game between a couple of teams that, essentially, they're not going to win their division. I think it's pretty safe to say that the Phillies aren't going to win theirs. And I don't think I'm going out on a limb here and saying the Jays aren't going to win theirs. either. These are two teams that are jockeying for wildcard position in the National League and the American League. They ran out two really good pitchers. Fine margins and all that, and and, and in the end, uh, it came down to Kevin Biggio getting hit by a pitch. Same thing as a walk, which, you know, Kevin's pretty good at. You're looking at me like that. Uh, Zach Wheeler was terrific. Zach Wheeler, though, had four walks. Uh, it wasn't as uh, – this is a guy who – whose uh, walk rate is, is is pretty limited. He was still pretty good, though. He was still pretty good. But let's talk about the bullpen's performance in this game because it was Jordan Romano's return off the IL. He looked good against three pretty good hitters. And uh, Jordan Hicks struck out the side, hit 101, hit 100, and striking out Kyle Schwarber. Uh, it's funny because on Blair and Barker, we talked about, okay, now that – now that Jordan Romano's back, he's clearly going to be the closer. He, he's clearly going to be the closer. How do we? Uh, how do the Jays go about um, managing the bullpen late in the game? Coupling this with the fact that Trevor Richards and Chad Green could very well be up here in a matter of days. Um, significant night, I think, for that. Absolutely. Bullpen, three innings pitch, six Ks, no hits, no runs. I mean, that's about as good as it gets. Garcia made a pitch when he had to. Mm -hmm. Velocity's been good. That's a key thing for him. When And it sometimes... should continue to be good because now there's I no excuse see. for overworking him now. Yeah, I don't, think, I don't think that's what it was anyway early in the season. I just think it was some mechanical things. He's trying to overthrow breaking balls. He was abusing those too much. I mean, he... Don't pitch backwards. Throw your fastball, get ahead, and then you can expand with all the secondary pitches. He made a pitch when he had to make it. Jordan Hicks, that's the best I've seen him as a Blue Jay. He threw 13 pitches. He threw one breaking ball. That was a sweeper. Mm -hmm. Go with that. Go with the two-seamer and the elevated four-seamer maybe with two strikes to a lefty and do it with some high-octane velocity. He can control the two-seamer and the four-seamer a lot better than he can, whatever you want to call it, whether it's a sweeper, a slider, Call it what you want to call it. He sometimes overthrows those, falls behind, throws too many pitches. That, for me, anyway, is the best we've seen him in a Jays uniform. And I got to be honest, if Jordan Romano can elevate, stay in the lane with the fastball, fastball velocity and throw the slider sort of where he wants to throw it, he had a little 12-6 break to 
Bryce Harper, which a left-hander, that's sort of what you need. You don't want to back foot it because of bat path. You know how we all love me some bat path. So if you can do that, right, have a little 12-6 and then have more of that, what would that be? That'd be two to seven for from a right-handed hitter, and he can steal some strikes with it. That's about as good as it's going to get right there, too. He can do it with velocity with the fastball. He can locate the slider. Turning it over to a pin like that again. If as long as John and Petey are getting the pockets they want to get other than Romano. Romano's got the ninth inning. Everybody else is getting pockets. If they can sort of solidify and always make the right move, getting the dude, Hicks, two righties and a lefty, right? So it's, you know, the sinker's better, the elevated fastball when he has to throw it to a lefty's better. And if they're doing that because of the way their starting pitching is, they're going to win a lot of games. Uh, down in Buffalo, well, there really was no down in Buffalo today. The AAA game was rained out. That is significant because Bo Bichette was scheduled to start his uh, rehab assignment in Buffalo today. Uh, the Bisons are scheduled to play, I believe it's a 1 o'clock game tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Chad Green and Trevor Richards, as we also mentioned, were uh, were scheduled to uh, to pitch tonight. So one would presume that they would be ready to pitch tomorrow. And again, all three of those, certainly Bo was talking like he wants to be back Friday when the Jays are in Absolutely. Cincinnati. We'll see what, like two games, right? Yeah. We'll see what this, uh, we'll see what this rain out brings, but clearly Chad green and Trevor Richards are also, Oof. are also very weapons. close to getting back here. Yeah. Weapons indeed. Yeah. 416-870-0590 star 591 triple a triple six zero five ninety. George Springer, the tying run driving in the tying run tonight. Kevin, the eighth inning, bases loaded. Kevin Biggio gets hit by a pitch. You know, we were watching that inning. Vladdy's at the plate. Vladdy swings at ball four. I'm yeah, sorry. Vladdy, Vladdy fouled off ball four, and I was thinking this is, okay, this isn't good. No enough. whining. You remember now. Yeah, I, I was going to okay. say, no, I'm saying, I said, I'm not whining. I'm saying this is not going to end well. And Vladdy <laughs> draws a walk. That's not that doesn't count. Oh, as I chased the three zero pitch, right? It, it's just he, for whatever reason he's not going to allow himself to have a quality at bat after quality. You just not no gonna, whining, no. Just, just not, okay, no. He's that, not that's now you're verging it, on the whining it territory. Ended, it ended in the result. I think that everybody that was watching wanted right wasn't on the ground, wasn't a you know uh, unproductive at bat. It right. passed, sort of passed the baton to maybe the guy that you wanted to give George credit. That's how Wheeler had been getting all the righties out, right? He'd show occasionally something away to throw the two-seamer in off the plate to get you to chase, sort of basically mm-hmm. letting you get yourself out. That's that's called an experienced guy on the mound who's, you know, done that before to a they, bunch of right-handed hitters. And if you're going to, you know, keep getting yourself out, why not keep throwing it in there and give George credit? The difference between George's for me that swing that he hit up the middle is the little separation. And I talked about this, you know, heatedly on our show today is why these guys consistently can't be ready to hit, have the little separation, right? It's where when the front foot hits the ground and you get the little rubber band effect, there has to be a pause that tells you as a fan watching that they're on time and ready to hit. And that will allow them to have the right plane, the right path, and allow a good hitter to get the barrel of the baseball, stay in the big part of the field, and get a big-time hit. So, yeah, it's exactly what it is. They're going to, again, I think, go where they want to go because they pitch well, and hopefully – Oh, you say Kikuchi again. Yeah, he was great. I mean, he – you know, last year we were running out of words to describe you say Kikuchi for an entirely different reason. 
because we were verging on words that CRTC doesn't like you to say yeah. on air a lot of times last year. This year is completely different, though. Yeah, okay, I'll give you some great words. How's that? Okay. Okay, so he, he has great timing. He has great deception. You can watch it if they ever show the the screen behind where the hitter can see. It's very hard to pick up the baseball. He's very good at having the little rotation when he picks his leg up, and he when he separates the ball from the glove, run the hand right down the back leg, and the last time you're seeing it's when the catcher's throwing mm-hmm. it back because it's 95, 96, 97. He's locating the secondary stuff, which is a big deal. If you can throw it for strikes just enough, to get him in swing mode and the fastball velocity wasn't excellent tonight. It was okay, right? It was okay. Yeah, yeah, it was okay. It was enough because he's throwing the secondary pitches enough for strikes. Add the deception to it. He's only throwing 14 pitches per inning. He's not abusing that right. You don't if you don't show it to him enough, you don't give him a chance to make an adjustment. Had four, three up, three downs. The only thing had three three ball counts. He was excellent again. Kevin in Oakville, you're on Blue Jays talk. Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. I'm a longtime listener, first-time caller. Just wanted to say uh, I thought I thought Romano was electric tonight. Uh, the, the entrance when he came back, first game back from his injury, was, was unbelievable. Huge win. A sellout on a Tuesday against the Phillies. Good point. Uh, I think I'll hang up and listen and get your thoughts, but had a great time at the game tonight. I'm uh, glad. Thanks, guys, for taking my call. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm glad you did. Yeah. Um, boy, this – I haven't done a deep dive into attendance. Uh, and I know that crowds are pretty good in the summer. Fans are showing up. And, and maybe it's got something to do with hot dogs as well. But, um, yeah, Jays fans are showing Had up this get year. 40, showing out this year, showing dogs? up. Well, you never know. Oh, the product on the field doesn't doesn't hurt either. They have really good pitching. I mean, that, if you like good pitching and, and some solid defense and most of the time you're not beating yourselves, you're coming to watch the right team. Now, are they going to – Get a bunch of hits and you score know a bunch of runs. Probably not all the time, but they're going to pitch well. You know what else kind of uh, that that I've noticed, and this may be kind of a captain obvious statement, but the hell, I'll say it anyhow. Um, the new rules. Yeah. When you have a team that is pitching, like it, when you have a team that is pitching well, or in the case of tonight's game, two starters who are on, it's such a good game to watch. I it. It it really is. There's not a lot of messing around. Mm-hmm. Um, there's it, it's almost as if it creates its own it creates its own momentum, and and I I really think and I know that Major League Baseball in general attendance is up. I think at some point when we look back at that, we're going to say that these rules changes have made they made a big difference. I mean, not hurting, you know. Yeah. What, what time is this game over? 9.45? Yeah, we were excited. Me and you were excited. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're going to be home before the Orange Cones get on the road, how, hopefully. How, are you kidding? Not a chance. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening, if you're listening, have another cup of coffee before you put the cones in the QEW, yeah. all right? Give us a chance Seriously. to get home first. Yeah, give us a chance yeah. to get home. There's I'm no on point. the 401. Yeah, there's no point in doing it before 11 <laughs> yeah. o'clock. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's no point in doing it before 11 o'clock. Besides, it, it, it might rain. So just take that extra extra time, well, have a cup of coffee, and I let the boys agree with Jeff let the so boys much. get home. Bob in Toronto. Yes, good evening, fellas. Good um, evening, Bob. I have a non-serious and a serious comment. Okay. The non-serious one is, yes. uh, who says the Blue Jays can't get hit with men in scoring position? You know? oh, I see what you did there. Not who can't hit. But get or who can't get a hit, but who can't get hit. That's very good. Who Barker says that, hit. by yes, the way. Exactly. The Stick That's the leg good. out there and do your best. Yeah, well, 
Anyway, uh, more seriously, uh, how you think maybe this bullpen might be starting to shape up to look a little bit like that Kansas City Royals bullpen a few years ago? Mm. Uh, that Boy, would that... Be the, that would be the kind of bullpen and starting rotation with a little bit of hitting that could do some real damage in a playoff. That is, thanks for the call. That is a that is a great point. Look, and mm. and again, I'm going to refer to what to what Buck and Dan said. It's August fifteenth. Maybe the Jays start averaging eight runs a game. I doubt it. This is what you got. This is how you're going to have to win games. And you know the caller's point. Now I'm just imagining. The Trevor Richards come back, yeah, yeah, comes yeah. back in his Trevor Richards. Sure. Chad Green, we know what he used to be like. Now, he's coming off injury. I don't think anybody should expect Chad Green to roll out here in the first outing, look like the dude yeah. that was pitching high Where leverage would you for use the Yankees. Him as a thought, though, right? I mean, you know, I, th- well, I you have it, a lot of other weapons who you know what you're getting. Well, you know this. That's what you that's know. You're going to get an offer. You know, you're going to get an opportunity to addition him because, you know, there's going to be another. There's going to be a ton of two, one and three, one games. They're going to be back to back. Don't be negative. And I'm not being negative, but you're going to that. I guarantee you, John Schneider already knows yeah, yeah. that he is going to have ample opportunity. Yeah. Ample opportunity to uh, to see what those guys bring to the table. Listen. I, uh, I'm excited by what this rotation, the combination of this rotation and this bullpen, if they can yeah. just get this team to the postseason, just get it there. Yeah. That rotation and that bullpen, the options that John Schneider and Pete Walker are going to have. Yeah, I, I think it's the rotation. I, I I think it's the first part. There there is for me anyway some unknowns when it comes to playoff time and and who do you go to in the eighth inning? Who would you go to in the seventh inning? I get it. Richards has been good and he can get some lefties out. For me, I think you're leaning on your rotation more than you are. You can get it to the eighth inning with your rotation. Now you're cooking. So that that for me because it sort of limp, limits who you have to not want to go to, and you can sort of line it up the way you want to line it up, and you don't always have to use the same guys. So yeah, I mean the pitch again, the pitching's been unbelievable. Like you can't argue either any other way than it's done exactly what it was supposed to do. I, you know, I just wonder. It's sort of I, I don't know if that would give John nightmares or not trying to figure out right pockets and. I mean, it's not. It can't be the can easiest I, thing to do all the time. Before we get to Eddie and Ford Erie, I'm going to give you a chance because, uh oh, um, no, say something negative about tonight. I don't want to. Give me a chance. I give you a chance. I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you a 90 second. You want me to say because one I know that thing? you have to for balance. I mean, everybody's going. Well, those guys are so optimistic, and it was only a two one. All right, so say something negative. Are you, are you reading text or something? I'm not reading text. I don't read text. All right, that's enough. Barker yeah, okay. Here, no, it. here I'll, I'll I'll give you one. I think uh, Alejandro Kirk thinks too much right center. That that makes him late with runners Nelly. in scoring position. There that, you go. I, I could I could go with the Vladdy thing. Why are you getting yourself out twice? Why are you chasing uh, in big moments? Okay. I could go there, that's but enough. we go there all the time. Okay, there you go. That's enough negativity. Eddie and Ford Erie, bring us back. <laughs> Eddie, create you uh, force conjure me into up, it. Conjure up the positive spirits again. That that that. <laughs> Mr. So you used me there. Is what you're saying. Pretty much did use you. Go ahead, Eddie. (laughs) Hey guys, how are you tonight? Good. We're doing well. You know what? I got a couple of things I want to say about this game. I mean, first of all, Jeff, I agree with you. I am not going to, you know, get negative about this game because you know what? 
when you're facing a tough pitcher like Zach Wheeler and you're the Blue Jay batters, you have to hang tough and work the count. Much like, um, you, you know, like the um, the Phillies had to probably hang tough against uh, Yusei Kikuchi because it looked like throughout most of the game, it was like nobody was going to hit either one of them. It was, was going to take, you know, one uh, mistake by either side. And, you know, that that's what it was. Sure, um, Wheeler went deep, but the Blue Jays had the bullpen to, that 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 was really good and you know what guys i couldn't wait to see romano and hicks go back to back once i heard that they got hicks all i could think about was that firepower in the eighth and ninth mm-hmm. inning between the, the 100 miles an hour that hicks uh possesses and then uh romano with, with, with his 100 or whatever that, that he reaches down for i mean that is fire power personified gentlemen Amazing. Eddie, thank you for the call. Yeah, it, it uh, if that's what Jordan Hicks is going to give them every time out, and, it, you know, you don't know if you should necessarily expect that. Uh, wh- but oh, 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 why not? I, but I was about to say, in, in, in a situation where he's pitching, where he's being asked to pitch in the, in the eighth inning, if that's what he's going to give you. Oof. I think he needs to remember that 99 with movement plays no matter what inning you're in. Can, uh, can we also? Nathan I, Lucas. Don't Thank forget you. No, that. You know fact. what? That's exactly. You were trying to. I was not trying to because I was the one when we were watching no, the game that not. pointed it out. I was so. I was so. I was so <laughs> the one that pointed it out. Nine pitch at bat, leadoff walk. Okay. I'm talking to a guy here who you pinch hit a lot. That's yeah, the hardest thing to do in baseball. What, and you've told me that often. Every but time he, you want to listen. I, of course, which is seldom. But here's here's Nathan Lucas. Who hasn't played since the tenth? Yeah, how many at bats does he have in total this year between the minors? Twenty six, the minors and the majors. I don't so know he's about not the minors, even he's, but the big leagues. But I mean, it's 26. not. He's not getting. He's not getting it's consistent rare. at bats. It's rare. Yeah. And just walk me through that at bat because there was a point at that at bat where we both looked at each other. We basically said he's probably going to. He's battled off enough pitches here that he's probably going to get in base. Yeah, and, and remember, too, uh, rosters are expanding in September, and I'm sure he'd like to be on it. Mm-hmm. So, again, you, the more good at bats you have late in games, you know, coming in to, to pinch hit for, you know, a guy that's not having the at bats that the manager wants to see have at bats, and you have a quality at bat and, and work a walk and score a winning run late in the game against a tough team, against no, a he tough didn't. pitcher. He was thrown out at the plate. Oh, that's right. I apologize, but at least he gave him but a chance it, to no, score a run. My point was point. my point was you start the inning by drawing a nine pitch walk. Absolutely, you put pressure on the on the bullpen well, right been, away. We've been yelling and screaming about that all year. Is have better at bats and especially Be a tough out. especially a dude who's fighting his control. You know, you again, you've got that guy on base. Yeah, I it it was um, that that was a type it of it was at-bat. the way it was supposed to look. Yes, Jeff. That's right. I think that's what we thought this team and this lineup would look like all year, and it rarely looks that way. How about that? Is that negative? I don't think so. I don't care if it is, because that's what I'm talking. I think it's realistic. Paul in South Front now. Hey guys, thanks uh, for taking the call. Listen, I've been listening to your show since spring training. I love it, uh, but today the Bet Rivers segment. It really is better when you disagree, okay? At least one of you could have called for a win tonight. 
Oh, my my question. I was I was going to, but Barker. Yeah, yeah. It's, Barker, always, it's always my fault. It's always yeah, it's yeah, always yeah. Barker's fault. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Next so, time we will. Yeah. My question. No, we won't. Is uh-huh. <laughs> my question is uh, with Biggio's RBI. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking at his face after he takes that hit, and I realize. It's got to be, and I guess this is more a question for Kevin, but I welcome your comment, Jeff. That's got to be a hard thing to do. The classic take one for the team. When the guy is throwing 90 plus and let it hit you instead of jumping out of the way. Have I got that right? That's got to be hard to do, yeah? Yeah, it's a, it's a slider. I mean, it, it's you know that's sort of how he got bailed out. And kinda, I'm not you certain. Knew that was it was what down. Was it was down low, wasn't it? I mean, I'm not certain. He's there's not. I'm. There's not much, not much he can do there. Yeah, look, I, I think it's you know I, I don't want to say he took it for the team, but he was in no hurry to get out of the way. Yeah, you know your team's is what it is offensively, and you're going to do whatever it takes to help your team. Two outs, bases loaded. You know if it hits you, it hits you again. This gets back to you know guys want to play a little bit more down the stretch. Kevin wants to be an established big leaguer, and you know the managers had a lot of faith in Kevin. Let's be honest; the like he's given him a lot of chances. The manager's faith in Kevin is is, is, is second being, to none, <laughs> and it's starting to be rewarded. I think. Yeah, a bit. there you go. Well you know, said. Let's not under now. I, I I know it didn't have an impact on the outcome of the game, but I've also got a, drawing two walks off Zach Wheeler is not is is not easy. This is a dude that doesn't walk an awful lot of people, and yes, it didn't contribute. You know, ultimately, it didn't contribute to runs, but um, I think what it did do is, you know, it kind of, it broke up a little bit of the momentum. I think walks sometimes do that. They kind of break up the pitcher's momentum a little bit, but yeah, they, I mean, the, the hit by pitch was. Yeah. I mentioned this know. today about him hitting in the five hole. It's kind of odd, right? Why would Kevin Biggio be hitting in the five hole? And then you're, you're mixing up the two righties with a lefty who yeah. can work counts. And and John said this, that he likes guys that can drive in runs, can hit homers, I mean, when can you, get on base. When you don't have for high average, puts balls in play, yeah. he's sort of making out his lineup that way, especially when guys like Matt Chapman are not yeah, in the lineup. I was going to say, no Matt Chapman. You don't want to do? No Matt Chapman, no, Bichette, no Bo Bichette. You're trying to figure out what, what can I do? Where can I put guys that I can create something? Yeah, and it's okay sometimes like, to get a little lucky. Yeah, you're going to have what to, happened. This lineup, Merrifield, Belt, Guerrero, Springer, Biggio, Kirk, Farshaw, Espinal, DeYoung. You're going to have to create offense out of that group somehow. Absolutely. Uh, shout out, by the way, to Whit Merrifield. Two more hits. Two runs scored. I, I Two hit Whit. Is he your second baseman 2024? <laughs> He'd be 35 next year? So how yeah. He'd be 35. No, I, that... Mm. That depends. Well, this is such a dumb answer. That depends on how this season ends. It depends on how I need to not only fill third base, center field, Brandon Belt's position, but also how I go about trying to create a lineup that doesn't have as many similar weaknesses as this lineup does. So I wouldn't preclude having somebody else other than Whit Merrifield here. Uh, what is it? 19 million is the option. Yeah. I, look, this is a, 
this organization spending what is it 235 250 million uh, i would i would have to think about it and then and this is no disrespect to Witt. And if they came out and said today, you know what, we're picking up Witt's option and we've thrown another year on or whatever, i say, okay, that's fine. But I need to see what else happens before I do that. Like, if, if, if I have to make moves to address, like, not having Matt Chapman back is going to be, that's going to be a huge hole. That's going to be a huge hole to fill. Defensively. Yeah. If Kevin Kiermaier doesn't come back, then I think Dalton Varshow is your center fielder and, and, and you find somebody to, to play left field. Mm-hmm. But I need to see what else happens before I'm ready to commit to Whit Merrifield. Boy, you're all around that. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's true. I, I Because of God's honest truth, at no point in 2023 did I think I'd be having a debate about whether or not I want a Whit Merrifield back well, next year. Well, his nickname's real. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Choke up to the label, try to put the ball in play. Other than Bo, he's been their best hitter. Oh, <laughs> That's why he's leading off. Indeed. 416-870-0590, star 591-888-666-0592 on the Blue Jays. They won the first of a brief two-game series against the Philadelphia Phillies. We'll take a break, come back, and look around the AL East. How about them Yankees? Did they win? The Yankees with tonight's loss against the Braves. 500. They have 60 losses through 120 games. For the first time since 1995. Wow. This is not the Yankees team we're used to seeing. We'll talk about it on the other side. It's Blue Jays Talk on Sportsnet 590, the fan and the Sportsnet Radio Network. He was throwing lightning bolts the first three innings. I mean, he was electric, uh, heater. Um, curveball was awesome. Slider was executed. He kind of kept them in between. I think they were probably sitting more fastball slider, and he broke out the curveball and located it really well. It's a really tough lineup to navigate when you think about the top, and then you have Bryson Stott, and you got Turner and Real Muto, six and seven. That's about as deep as you can get. So um, I thought he was the best, if not the best, one of the best outings we've seen from him. And uh, just got hurt on one breaking ball up to the bottom of their order. But he was dialed in, and he kind of emptied the tank there in the sixth. And um, he was outstanding again. That's John Schneider talking yeah. about Yusei Kikuchi. Nailed it is that. true, isn't it? The bottom of the order. Uh, hanging slider and a hanging breaking ball. Hanging slider and a hanging breaking ball. The only run Yusei Kikuchi gave up. He, folks, he was awfully good tonight. Uh, seven strikeouts. He was just 14 pitches per hits. inning is the most important part out of all that. Yeah, I had to tell you, he's confident. He's mechanically sound. It, he's repeatable. The release point is on point. He was even more efficient than Zach Wheeler was, and that's something. Yeah, I think the two seamer from Zach was that was kind of that was no, that wasn't this. If you, I mean, if you're a right-handed hitter, you're gonna have nightmares about that thing. Because yeah. if Nola's watching, that's what you're probably gonna get tomorrow too. Hmm? Yeah, no, I, I I think that's. Uh, I mean. Just I, you know, just thinking of the, about now the Jays have had some pretty good luck this year, but uh, when you think about it, they're also uh, you know they get Nola, they got four games against the Phillies, you get Nola and and uh, and, and Wheeler twice. Well, this tells you they can make a run at it in the playoffs. 
Time for the Major League Standings Watch, presented by mm-hmm. Bet365. With Bet365, you can bet in things like player props, totals, or game outcomes across many, many, many different sports. 19-plus play responsibly, Ontario only. Mm-hmm. The uh, Well, before we get to the scores and the standings, uh, you, you probably already know this. You probably already heard. But the Rays have announced today that Shane McClanahan has, uh, will undergo Tommy John surgery on Monday. He is out until 2024. Uh, it's terrible for 2024, I guess. Tommy John surgery. I'm just trying to think. I'm trying to. A long time. A long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Shane McClanahan out with Tommy John surgery. Uh, I, the Rays are, I, the Rays are just a mess. How do they do it? They're, That's the question. How do they do it? Yeah. All the dudes they lose and they're still, what are they, five and a half up in the first wild card? Yeah. yeah it's I, like, it's. I mean, I, I just don't. I've said this before. But I think this is the year that the magic, I think the magic wears off here. I think there's a real good shot that they get passed by the Jays. I really do. Wow. I think I I I think there's a chance. They'll probably make the well, playoffs, but I think there's a chance. I don't to want to be negative, but the Jays might want to start hitting a little bit more if they're going to yeah. do that. Well, I'm just saying. Uh, the Yankees lost five nothing to the Atlanta Braves. Luis Severino gave up a three run home run in the first inning. I think his first inning ERA is something like eight and a half. Uh, he just dude just flew off the him. face of the earth. Boston Red Sox beat the Washington Nationals 5-4. If you want a good yuck, take a look at a called third strike on Justin Turner. But listen to the Washington Nationals TV crew talk about it. Not the Red Sox TV crew. When the visiting crew goes, when the color guy goes, that was awful. You know it was truly awful. Mm. Make sure you watch that. Uh, San Francisco and the Rays. They're scoreless early. The Rays are on the West Coast. And the San Diego Padres doing everybody in the East a bit of a solid. They're leading the Baltimore Orioles 5 to nothing right now. So the standings, keeping in mind that the Orioles and the Rays are still playing. Baltimore is in first place. They're 74 and 45. Tampa Bay is 72 and 49. Three back, five up in the wild card. The Jays are 67 and 54. They're eight back. The Boston Red Sox are 63 and 56. They're 11 back, three out of the wild card. The New York Yankees are 60 and 60. When's the last time the Yankees finished below 500 in a year? 92. 92. 1992. Who was the manager of that team? I think it might be the old Buck Show, Walter. I think. Let's uh, say it is, anyhow. Even <laughs> it, is. it is Buck Show, Walter, the magic man. Uh, He's just, and just, uh, I mean, Buck Showalter, the man who's single-handedly saving baseball in New York right now. You gotta love it. Yeah, it's the manager's fault. You gotta love oh, it. Well, yeah. in his case, absolutely. In his is. case, come on, play oh, along yeah. with me. In his case, we can blame Never the manager. Never will I do that. In his case, we can blame the manager. <laughs> I don't have any problem doing that. <laughs> no. Jim and Hamilton. Jim and the Hammer. What's up in the Hammer, Jim? Gentlemen, good evening. Good evening. Is, not- it, is it raining there? Or, or is it all moved out? So when I go home tonight, is like I'm going to have to take the uh, umbrella out to get from my uh, car to the to the house, or is it dry? Uh, the roads are wet, but it's not raining. There you go. Okay, uh, perfect. I won't be negative about tonight. No, you can't, because two... Barker's got plenty of that negativity for all of us. So. <laughs> and I have two separate issues. No, Jeff, it's me and Barker that are always half glass, half full. Yeah, remember? yeah, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to follow up on a caller at five o'clock who's talking about 
uh, Vladdy's expression when he came off the field after yes. a loss in Cleveland. I was saying this earlier, left a message a few months ago. It seems like he's still playing baseball in high school. He's still having that fun and momentum. Now, that's not to say he's not working hard and putting in the effort. Good to hear Buck say tonight during the game that he's doing extra batting practice. And John Schneider alluded this, alluded to this, I think it was maybe one of your interviews on your shows, that and he wasn't referring to Vladdy specifically, I don't think, but some guys just expect it. And I think Vladdy's been so good his entire career, he just expects to go up there and hammer it all the time. And I think this is the first year he's re- really struggled, and I hope he shows up at the complex January 2nd. My second comment, mm-hmm. Bichette got hurt after the trade. Why did Atkins trade for De Jong? I have I no idea. Your comments. Thank you. Thank you for the thank you for the call, Jim. I I, I mean I I think they trade because I think they traded for De Jong because they wanted they, you're you're not going to replace what Bo gives you in the lineup. I think they just they basically went for the best defensive shortstop they could find. Or and and it didn't cost them a great deal. They don't deal. think Santiago Espinal. Or they can don't play think Santiago day. Espinal can play every day. I would say it's that part. Okay. I mean, I'd ask you this. You know. Whose spot is whose spot is Paul DeYoung taking? Spencer Horowitz? I don't know if he can really play shortstop. Addison Barger? I don't know if he's ready. Ernie Clement? Maybe. I you know, they, they made the deal because they wanted somebody with a proven track record to catch the ball. Of playing shortstop, of catching the ball. Uh and you know, we like look, we have a lot of fun in the show about Paul DeYoung and 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 um What's he three for forty as a J? Whatever he is, three for forty as a J. But that that's a simple simple fact of the matter is uh it was a low cost and they wanted a guy who'd played shortstop. Yeah. And I, you know, I really don't have if it's me, yeah, I'd I would like to have seen Santiago Espinal play shortstop. But you know what? I think they probably have seen more of him at short than I have. Yeah. They're probably not comfortable with him at shortstop. And you know, the other thing, we haven't seen this with Bo before. We haven't seen Bo have to come back from an injury. Sure. Maybe the thought process was, if it, if if we bring a guy in who's going to give us good defense, solid defense, mm. stick him in the ninth spot, mm. why not? Maybe we need him for three weeks. Maybe we need him for 10 yeah. days. Maybe we need him for, for, for a little more than three yeah. weeks. I really don't have that much of a problem with it. I guess. I, I, I think it's more because of when you look at their lineup and that's all they brought in offensively to sort of, I'm not saying that's what they brought in to help the lineup. Well, we know we they know were that. sort of forced into that, but I think the optics of the whole thing was that that's all they did to help the lineup. There wasn't, but you know what? That's it, all. And it, I'm going to, I know I, there wasn't anything out there to help it. Okay. Yeah. But mean, Seattle it's didn't trade Tay Oscar and Cody Bellinger was off. So oh, yeah, you know, again, I, think, I mean, I I'm, I'm, Oscar I, was getting traded I, again. Yeah. That's what I said. I don't think he was. But again, my my whole point is I am not a fan of general managers coming on and saying, well, the good news is, yeah, we didn't do anything, but nobody else did anything either. So we won the trade deadline. I'm not, I'm, I'm not a fan of that. But I think realistically you have to ask yourself who moved there that would help this team. Mm. Uh, as, for, as for Vladdy, you know, when Vladdy first came up here, first came up to the majors, everybody, every commentator, 
everybody around the organization, maybe even maybe even you, mm. all said the same thing. He hasn't had a prolonged struggle in the minors. And in the perfect oh, baseball world, in the perfect baseball world, guys struggle in the minors and learn how to get out of it and learn how to carry it. But you can't... <laughs> You can't criticize Vladdy because he didn't struggle in the minors, right? Um, that yeah, but I mean, your point is well, I mean, and I don't know. I mean, you know, it's entirely possible Vladdy had a lousy two or three weeks in the minors. I don't think John Schneider remembers him having a lousy two or three weeks in the minors. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that's kind of the way the game is now. There are a ton of guys like that who come up and have and have never. And have to learn how to struggle at the majors. See, for me, the thing about struggling at the majors is I would think you've got so many resources available. Yeah. At the majors. We talk about Vladdy different than we talk about most hitters. And when we talk about Vladdy the way we talk about Vladdy, that means we think that the adjustments that he could make would be way quicker yeah. than the and way we would talk about another hitter. And we just consistently this year have not seen that. It is basically, boy, I hate to be negative here. But it is like Groundhog Day on how a Jays fan that watches this team every single day would know how a good Zach Wheeler is going to get Vladdy out, and it just seems like Vladdy's the only one that don't know how Zach Wheeler's going to try and get him out. That's the frustrating part of it. I also think that unlike a lot of dudes in the minor leagues, Vladdy came up as the game's top prospect whose father was a Hall of Famer who made his mark by swinging and hitting everything. And uh, to this day, I will believe that Vladdy, that hasn't done Vladdy any favors. That everybody looks at Vladdy and says, well, the father could, you know, swing at every ball thrown towards home plate and get a hit on it. Vladdy ought to be able to do it too. And if you hear that enough, maybe you think it's true. Well, I would think 2021, he must have forgot about that. Hmm. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Blue Jays Baseball, brought to you by Crown Rust Protection. New and used vehicle prices are rising and inventory is scarce. Stop it, Parker. Avoid the hassle of buying prematurely by making your vehicle last longer with Crown Rust Protection. For a special summer offer on rust protection, that's not right, Parker. For a special summer offer on rust protection, visit crown.com today. Settle down.